All right, here we go again. It's time for another edition of Crazy James Speaks. I am your host, Crazy James, and this time I've brought a guest along. We've had this guest before. Yes, it is the Firstborn. Say hello, Firstborn. Hello. Yes, and today we're going to talk about anxiety. You should see the look I'm getting, but we'll get into all that. Stay tuned. Okay, so like we said, we're going to talk about anxiety today. Uh, not because I have anxiety. <laughs> uh, as you may have guessed, I'm pretty outgoing. Uh, but my daughter here. And, God, I hate to do this to you. What? Well, <laughs> my daughter's name is Karen, okay? But she's not a Karen. When we named her, being a Karen wasn't a bad thing. We named you Karen because there was never a Karen that we didn't like. Oh, I know. Okay. But you have a lot of anxiety about things. I'm not clinically diagnosed, but yes. Let's just get that off the table right now. But like, okay, disclaimer. I, I'm not clinically diagnosed with anxiety, so I could have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Well, that's the beauty of a podcast is most people don't really know what they're talking about yeah so i'm gonna get you to scooch just a little bit closer there just so we get make sure we get good volume on this okay um okay so like i said i the reason we're having this conversation and we're doing it on here because we actually started to have a conversation yeah which is weird very because we don't really talk about stuff oh i know i know right <laughs> And I'm so old. I'm so out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> out of the mouths of babes. But. What? Out of the mouths of babes. Means that, you know, children say. Oh. So, but here's here's my thing. Is, like I said, I don't have anxiety. Yeah. Particularly. I'm, I'm pretty outgoing. Mm -hmm. I, I'm very open. I, I just, I talk to everybody. That's, that's, may, maybe it has something to do with the fact that the jobs that I've had mm -hmm. have been very public jobs. I, I worked at, at the Shell here in town, so I was dealing with the public all day. Mm -hmm. And then I was a car guy for a long time. And you kind of have to be able to talk to people if you're going to be mm -hmm. even half good at that. Um and I, when I was in high school, I was in drama, and I, you know, I was I was pretty outgoing. So for me, anxiety is a very foreign concept. Mm -hmm. But for you, you live with this every day. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, like I don't I don't mean to, but it's just it's a thing, and it's there, right? It's not well. It, I'm not criticizing you. No, no, I and know. I hope it doesn't come across as that. No, um, I know. For me to be able to, like, is there a way as a father that I could help you overcome that? I don't think so. Now, keep in mind, anxiety is different for different people, and there are people that are like, okay, it's like it's a smaller they. 
they can make it a smaller thing, but there are other people where it's always going to be there and it's always going to be this huge thing. What I find... You're very expressive. Mm. I think you might get that from your mother. <laughs> I had this conversation with somebody, and and they said, "No offense to your mom, but like your mom's, your mom seems like kind of mousy." And I was like, "Well, no." And I do see that when I when I look at her sometimes when she's talking to other people. Uh, and then I go, well, "She wouldn't have gotten that way if she hadn't have met you, right?" And I told her that, and she's like. Yeah, your dad did bring me out of my shell, like, a lot. Oh, when the fact that you and your brother exist goes against all laws of nature. Your mother in high school was very withdrawn. And um, literally, I would sit and talk at her. I wouldn't talk with her. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't talk to her. I talked at her. Mm Mm-hmm. Until, you know, she she actually asked me out first. Really? I know. Mom! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, well, I mean, the whole anxiety thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what can I do to, is there a way that I can ease that burden on you? Like, I, I try not to, I try not, I, like, I don't. I don't. I try not to tease you about it. And what? Oh, yeah. here, oh here's what I was going with this. Um, yeah, because you get, and maybe this goes because because well, hell, let's just throw it all on the table. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like this you, puzzle that we have <laughs> on the table. <laughs> you, you've also been diagnosed. You've been diagnosed with Asperger's. They, n- well. Yes, you have been. Have I? Yes. Okay. I have a note from the doctor. Are you that doctor? No, actually, I'm not. <laughs> I have a legitimate note from the doctor that you're bent. <laughs> um, and 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 maybe I'm going to catch flack from people for for saying it that way, but um, I know what he means, and our family knows what we mean when we say bent. So it is said with all of the love in the world. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, you know, no, you've been diagnosed with Asperger's, mm-hmm. plus, you know, you've got this anxiety, I mean, condition, streak, I don't know. I don't know how to um, articulate, because I, I, I really, I don't have the words, I don't understand it. Um, but, and maybe this is a way that your generation in general, mm-hmm. and, and you in particular in this case, can deal with it because you're pretty active on TikTok. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, you're you're not you're you're not like a superstar on, on TikTok. I do have over a thousand followers though. Right. <laughs> well, and I was gonna mention that is you have over a thousand followers, which gives you the ability mm-hmm. to go live. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of people come into my lives though. I do to give you a hard time. I did have one person though come in and was like, "Do you sell Tupperware?" And I was like, "Do I look like somebody who sells freaking Tupperware?" Well, Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, but but. I mean that that opens you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when, I think honestly, if I didn't have TikTok, then I wouldn't have met 
so many of the people. Like, if I didn't have social media e anywhere, like, you know, at all, then I, you know, wouldn't have made the friends that I have. Jewel! Mm -hmm. Right? I, w I wouldn't, you know? So. There, I have, I have internet friends. Mm -hmm. Who I've only ever spoken to in chat rooms and on Facebook and social media and such. Mm -hmm. uh, I will never meet them. I, well, I shouldn't say never because never is a pretty broad statement. But the chances of meeting them are pretty slim. Especially now. Well, especially now. Uh, because That's I don't like going thing. anywhere. Um, so, but I mean, this is a tool that your generation has that mine didn't particularly have. Is yeah. you have social media. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Mark. Zuckerberg. Oh, I was like... Uh, <laughs> uh, and whoever created TikTok. But anyway, here's the thing is, when I was growing up, God, even when I first started going on the internet, mm -hmm. a long time ago... In a galaxy far, far away, <gasps> I'm living in Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> Before the internet, even and at the beginning of the internet, there wasn't even YouTube. Mm -hmm. There wasn't YouTube, there wasn't Facebook, there wasn't TikTok. So, it was, there There was there was limited ways to reach out. Does anybody remember ICQ messages? It, the you'd, fuck is that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like Messenger. It was a whole app and it was, it was a thing. But, okay, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about this, is I could spin all sorts of crap, and you wouldn't know. <laughs> I was going to say something about that, actually. Yeah, but you've got these ways to express yourself, mm -hmm. where you can be in the safety of your room, yeah, or the front yard, or the backyard, or grandma's house, or, yeah, you're thinking about the time you whiffed it. <laughs> But you can express yourself and put it out there and now, and and like I I don't delve into the comments so much on on your I look at your stuff. Yeah. I don't understand a lot of your stuff because I don't do the Korean boy band pop stuff. And you know what? That's fine. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> um like do you get bullied in in these comments at all? Like do people talk smack in there? Not so much, no. It's only when I comment on other people's stuff about, you know, yeah, that guy, uh, that they're like, oh, I didn't do anything. You need to stop being toxic. And I'm like, okay, fine. You're entitled to be wrong, but fine. So, well, maybe because you can express yourself online mm -hmm. and you don't have a problem with that. You have a problem with people in the real world. Maybe. <laughs> well, I... See, so is funny? it possible then, and I, I'm just throwing this out there, and this is, I'm not throwing this out there in an accusatory manner. Yeah. Um, does, does social media make it harder to interact with real people? 
Because on social media, it's easy to delete and block. Yeah, and it's also, you know... It see, puts you is, more in control. Yeah, and see, this is the thing, too, is that this is where bullying comes from on the internet as well. Because, you know, people are... They're so comfortable with, like, hiding behind a screen. It's like, oh, I can see this and they'll never fucking find me. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> I find it amusing that the first F-bomb in my podcast was dropped by you. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's... I, I don't think I've dropped one before. Maybe I did, but... Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Now, just... Now, here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If somebody disagrees with you online, mm-hmm. that's not bullying. No. No, that's just... You know, you could have a civil conversation with them. Well, only if they want to, but then, you know, then they, yeah, they don't want to see that they're wrong. And then you're like, what if you're wrong? Huh? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But do you find, I mean, we're talking about the anxiety. Yeah. It's it's sort of floating around a little bit. It's sort of a free flow. You know, I don't have a lot. I don't even have notes for this one. This, I think, is the first podcast that I've done mm-hmm. where I haven't had any notes. Mm-hmm. And it was rather spontaneous that we decided to do this one. Yeah, he looked, like, I, I told you something. And I says, uh, we started talking about it. And I said that I saw this video, or I saw this post somewhere. And it's like, I have a, no, actually, you're like, okay, I don't get the anxiety all that much. And so, and so I said... Well, you know, I saw this post somewhere that, you know, I kind of sums it up. It's like, I have an interview over the phone in a couple of days. And I asked my friend, oh, what do I do? I'm so nervous. And, was, and they said to me, just be yourself. So I didn't answer the phone. <laughs> and it's still funny. <laughs> well. <laughs> I wouldn't answer the phone either. <laughs> now, it... How much of your anxiety is the fault of your parents? Now, did did we, because, I mean, uh, hey, I'll be up front here too. We sheltered you a lot. Mm. We didn't involve you in a lot of stuff. This is why I was so Buffalo proud. Buffalo sausages. <laughs> That's a different podcast, and we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> but, like, we, we sheltered you from a lot. Yeah. And I was very proud of you when you agreed to to do cadets, and you were in for it's six years, right? The full uh, eight. Well, you you age out at eighteen, don't you? Yeah, and you you, and you, you get your t- uniform when you turn thirteen. I think is what it was. I thought, or I thought you started when you're twelve. I started when I was twelve, but I didn't get my uniform until I was thirteen. Okay, right. So the first the the the, the first year, then you've got the T-shirt, and then no, you're the, in civs. Oh well, whatever. Okay, so civilian clothes. But six years, you were in cadets. Yeah. Yeah. This expanded your world. Oh yeah. You're the one that likes the MREs, which is meal ready to eat C rations. Yeah. Um. Which is fine. A little odd. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, 
There's no Tims out in the bush. True story. When you were in cadets, mm -hmm. uh, did that help with your anxiety? Or did you develop anxiety while you were there? Is it something that you've always had? I feel like it's something that I've always had. Um, but when I was at cadets, uh, there's really no place for that there. Because <laughs> you have to be on the ball. And uh, Verna, actually, and, and, and Dan were like, yeah, you, know, you have to be on the ball or else somebody's going to get hurt. A robot. And they would say that, too. Well, and I can hear both of them saying it, actually. I know, I know both of them very well. They they ran a, a really good program there. Oh, they did. Um, and, and I think, um, you know, you had the perfect balance there with, with those two. Because you had Dan, who was phenomenal with kids. He's a teacher. He's a principal now. Mm -hmm. um, and so... You know, he, firm but fair. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Verna, who, she was fair. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's no nonsense with, with Verna. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, but both of them ran that program extremely well. And, and I'm very glad that you had those two people mm -hmm. there. Um, So with with cadet, so so then cadets helped you with your anxiety. Oh yeah, because as you said, there there's no place for it there. Yeah, they um, kind of like drill it into your head, just like okay, you kind of you, you don't kind of have to. Yeah, you, you you have to do this. You have to say it this way, kind of thing, right? Right. So so once you aged out of cadets, because mm -hmm. that's that's what happens is you age yep. out. Did the anxiety come roaring back, or was it a gradual thing? Because it's been four years. I think it was a gradual thing, because I definitely notice it now. Right. So. It's like, and here's this, here's the dumb thing with me, too, is like, I'll put it this way. I'm an extroverted introvert. So, like, with my friend group. Like, you know, from, like, PRBI or, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, people that I know. Yes. I'm like, oh, hi, hey, hey. <laughs> and with people, you know, so much that I don't know, I'm like. More hi. reserved. <laughs> Worried hi. about being judged. Yeah. So, so you're just, well, I mean, most of us are just more comfortable with people that we know. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, like. In high school, especially, I, uh, I didn't so much have, you know, a whole lot of friends. I had, like, the one constant one, and then everybody else kind of just, you know, came and left as they pleased, and I would go to them, you know, I, I, I would second guess myself when I would you know, like, walk up to them, like, I'd, you know, stand outside their circle and be like, hi, I'm here, if you don't notice me, then that's fine, um, but, okay. and so I think, I think that kind of really, you know, oh, everybody, you know, I, now I do realize that not everybody, you know, likes me really at all, uh, until they get to know me, but there are people, you know, they, um, 
they put that label on me uh, based off of, you know, what their friends said. Because, mm-hmm. like, um, the there were some people, and I actually, I talked to a couple after we all graduated, and I was like, was I really that bad? And they're like, no, I didn't think you were at all. <laughs> and then... Um, but you know, the way that they treated me back in high school said different. And I'm like, which one is it? You can't be gray on this. Here's high school is bullshit. (laughs) Okay. And I'm not talking about the educational part of it because everybody needs to have an education and, and I'm a big proponent of staying in school and, and all of that. I think it's very important. But what's bullshit about high school is the the petty little drama, the um, the cliques, the, the groups. And there's some people that never leave. There, there are some people who they peak in high school. Mm-hmm. And and I, I've, I've said this. Well, at least once, I'm sure, during one of my addresses to a graduating class back when I was allowed to do that, when I was an elected official, and and, and mm-hmm. I was actually asked to speak at, mm-hmm. at a graduation. And I said, you know, the I'm kind of paraphrasing myself here because I don't have it in front of me. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you don't prepare with notes. The If you, you know... As great as the things that you've done Mm -hmm. in high school, and you've done some great things, I'm sure, because I didn't really know these kids. Mm -hmm. But as as good as you think you are, you're going to be better. There's going to be more. So this this is, but for some people, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, that is that is the peak of their their life. Is Mm -hmm. they peak in high school, uh, and and they have these catty little groups and comments and and all that crap which doesn't help when there are those people who have anxiety yeah see Uh, and there's things in that like okay there's things that i know that i need to do you know on my own but then uh, not the thing is not being like i know that i need to do it right and i know how to do it and um and it's just, you know, getting up to actually do it. How Our vast listening audience of six or seven mm. here would like an example of that. Okay. So, like, um, I was talking with Jewel. Because I always talk with Jewel. But, um. Now, just to clarify, I have a hard time keeping everybody straight. Jewel is... The, one of the people that you met online that lives down in the States, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, and she is in school for, um, like, one of her business classes at, at school. Okay. Uh, she had to do a presentation. She sent me a video, and it's this video of this cat kind of, like, making this weird noise and freaking out. And she's like, that's my brain when I have to go up and present. <laughs> um, we had a Discord call, and she didn't know 
how to share her screen on Discord. Right. And so I had to... I told her, hey, you know what? I'm I'm okay with this. I can... You know, I can... I can show you, you know, how to do this. And she's like, okay, cool. So we'll set that up and we'll do that. Um, I was nervous, like, five were- minutes five minutes prior trying to, like, talk to her, you know, in real time. Because sometimes I send her voice messages because it's just easier to do that rather than, you know, texting it all out. Um, so, and then I show, like, so I was a little bit anxious, like, for that, because, you know, I'd never talked to her before, like, in real time, and, uh, I didn't exactly know what I was doing, (laughs) but then I figured it out, and I was like, okay, this is what you do, and she's like, I'm gonna be here two hours before this thing starts on Friday, just to make sure that I know that, how this works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, well, and this is the thing with with new technology is I think new technology, even old technology for some of us, if you don't fully understand how it works, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. Even when you know how it works, if it doesn't work properly, mm-hmm. I don't know if you get anxious so much, but you certainly get pissed off. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so if somebody is suffering from anxiety... Mm-hmm. And again, like we said, you haven't been medically diagnosed with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, it's just something that I've observed that you get a little standoffish. Jumpy. Jumpy. Standoffish. Uh, there was a whole list of stuff that my friend sent me. This, like, okay, these are like 15 signs that your friend is going to have an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Or like that they're, that you know, that they're on edge. Uh those were two of them, and there's 15, and I'm like... So, would it be fair to say, then, that you have <clears throat> mild to moderate anxiety? Yes. Because, okay, because you don't... We, we don't have a dog for you, because there's some people, when they have an anxiety attack, like, they hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, you know, where the dogs really come in, and let's face it, we don't deserve dogs. No, we really don't. No, we deserve cats. Do we even deserve cats? Because there are some... Because some... cats don't care. That's why we deserve cats. Dogs care. C4 and Dinah are prime examples <laughs> of cats that don't flipping care. Our two current cats. Um, okay, so... As a parent... Mm-hmm. Because like it or not, I'm still your parent. I'm your father... I am your father. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what what can I do better as a parent to help you with this? Or is there anything I can do? Because here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of medication. No. Unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And... In my mind, at this point, it's not necessary. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't. I don't think it's necessary either. Okay. So, when you when you're starting to feel anxious, what do you what do you do to to psych yourself up to um to overcome that? Um. Most of the times, I like 
try to just grin and bear it and be like, okay, you, you know, we, we okay. <laughs> is, is it something that, um, like, do you really, do you have to work yourself up to it or is it something that you ease yourself into? There are sometimes in that, just like, okay, if it's like a spur of the moment thing, like in chapel sometimes at school, uh, we would have just like, okay, what is... We would have moments of like, okay, what is God teaching you like right now? What is what has He been teaching you the last week, or like the la- or like this first semester or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was one of them, and I, I knew what I wanted to say, and I had it, and I knew what I wanted to say, but it was just there were you know people I didn't know how they would react when I said it, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know if they you know would feel the same way, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Fear of being judged? Not so much fear of being judged, but, like, fear of how they would take it. Mm. Um, so I, you know, it's like bees, you know, buzzing in my stomach and, like, buzzing in my brain. It's like, okay, you know, you have to do this. You have to say this kind of thing. And now I know that sometimes, like, you don't have to say it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to get it out there to like let these people know um that this is how I felt and this is where I was in that in that, you know, specific point in my time there. Okay. So But it was it was uncomfortable in a way to say that because I like you said you weren't sure how they were going to react to it. Yeah. So but then I was like Okay, you know what? Heck with it. I'm here because I have the mic, right? Right. And then I was like, so then I had it and I was like, oh crap. I have to do this now. <laughs> you put yourself into a position yeah. where you had to do it. Oh, yeah. And, and you were able to. Yep. Now, when, when you were done, when you sat down. I sobbed like a bubble blown baby. Okay, well, which which is a release. Yeah. It's a tension release. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you feel better? Did you feel, like, uh, I I tense? felt better. You felt better? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is really interesting. Because <laughs> we don't talk about this stuff. No, we really and, don't. And it's, well, because I'm not qualified, particularly, but I'm... And well, you're my... Dad, so you kind of are. Nah, you can you can be a parent and and not know Jack. Honestly, as children, everybody says they don't come with instruction manuals. All children come with instruction manuals. You just gotta pay attention. No, no, no. The the everybody throws it out because the medical term. For instruction manual is placenta. Look it up. I know what a placenta. <laughs> what? The, what? It's not. It's it's a joke. I. Oh my god. Okay. Whatever. It <sighs> might be a dad joke. Um. What I what I like about how you're overcoming some of your ang- anxiety. Yeah. I was going to say anxious tendencies, but I'm like, no, there's actually a word for it. It's anxiety. Um, 
Because, well, and especially since you've been back from college, mm. you and and you finished the courses for for that year. You have taken it upon yourself. You did this on your own. You walk uptown and get the mail every day. Yeah, I like that. Because <laughs> one, we you get don't the mail. Go anywhere. Well, one, we get the mail every day. Yeah, and well, and two, I I don't have to go anywhere because I'm. Broken. No, I'm not broken necessarily. I, I'm i not super comfortable in stores just yet. Mm-hmm. Now, and it's weird. It's weird because I'm not comfortable in our stores here. I'm not comfortable in some stores in other places, Grand Prairie, Edmonton, Slave Lake, wherever we end up going. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that you go and take that chance because... I've got that compromised immune system thing going. Yeah. Now, when I am in a store, I try to do the social distancing thing. Yeah. As best I can. Avoid mm-hmm. people. I love the fact that there's arrows on the floor. Don't go the wrong way. And if you do, don't tell the end. If you go the wrong way, it <laughs> drives me nuts. Like, are you Okay, well, for... then don't tell you and Leanne. I'm just wondering if that's just a form of mild anxiety. And I'm not asking you to diagnose your old man. I'm just... I don't think that it's anxiety. I think it's OCD. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, um, I'm glad that you agreed to sit down and do this because, because <laughs> you know, we've got this audience of thousands. Well, hi to the seven <laughs> of you. <laughs> there's about seven people who listen to it on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, and then like sometimes. Uh, the most listened to one, mm. honestly, was the K-pop one that you and I did. Really? It was even more so than the North Country Fair one. We didn't do a North Country Fair one. I know we didn't. I did. Oh. So the We one, did a camp one. Yeah, we did a camp one, and we did a K-pop one, and we've done this one. Yeah. So thank you for sitting down mm-hmm. and having a conversation. I don't understand anxiety particularly any better i think i understand you a little bit little See, bit every, better and, like and you don't have to understand anxiety you know for everybody right because anxiety is different for everybody i think most things are different for everybody well yeah psoriasis is different for everybody which is autism is different for everybody. autism well autism is different between you and your brother mm-hmm. because you've both been diagnosed with it yeah but if people were to look at you know, if people were to meet you and your brother separately. Yeah. Even together. Mm-hmm. To look at you. And I'm to, perfectly fine. Well, to, to, <laughs> to talk to you mm-hmm. for, you know, 30 seconds, mm-hmm. 10 seconds, mm-hmm. you come across as a quote unquote normal person. Well, that's because the mind's higher functioning. Exactly. Your brother, you talk to your brother for 10 seconds and, I mean, this isn't a slam against them, but... There's something different. You can tell right off the bat that, that there's something different with the boy. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's a whole different thing. Yeah. I'm just glad that you agreed to sit down. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Very mm-hmm. spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Off the cuff. And, um, I don't know, if this helps somebody out there, great. I will say one thing, though. What's that? Don't tell somebody that it doesn't look like they have anxiety. They could be like me, and they could it could just be a higher 
functioning thing. And I look at people too and I say, um, and I say, yeah, no, I have a higher functioning autism. And they're like, really? A high, what? And they're like, you don't look like you have it. And it's like, well, yeah, because it, it, it's a higher functioning one, right? Now, I've said that, I've said it that way to friends, but if somebody that I have no idea who they are mm-hmm. comes up to me and is like, you don't look like you have anxiety. Then, of course, I'm going to fly off the handle and be like, <laughs> listen, McGee. Anxiety, uh, not anxiety, well, anxiety as well. Anxiety is an invisible, can I say it's an invisible illness? Condition. It's an, it's an invisible condition, and in some cases, autism is as well. Absolutely. Well said. We'll so. leave it at that. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been, uh, this is, the, <laughs> hey, it's been Crazy James and the Firstborn. And uh, this has been Crazy James Speaks, and we will speak to you next week, probably.